Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Uh, yes, testers. Carbon monoxide poisoning is often referred to as the silent killer. An improperly installed gas heater or stove could lead the house to be slowly poisoned with gas, leading to oxygen deprivation and cerebral anoxia. A medical term for a lack of oxygen flowing in the brain which can trigger sensory distortions, hallucinations, and will ultimately lead to death. Yeah. I was surprised by this movie. In many ways. I to say, I was regretting my decision. I think this would be something I'd show to my kids. Oh, it's good to hear. I think it's about a father's love for his child. Oh, absolutely, yes. And uh, a complete stranger's love for that man's child. He wore really <laughs> ugly outfits. <laughs> Puke yellow, prom night, pale blue, you know. I, I don't even know where to start <laughs> with this film. Definitely not a movie I would consider watching unless you told me to. That's totally audible. <laughs> I don't know whether to that keep... That sound you're hearing? That's uh, Pete's dog licking his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, that's not audio difficulty. That's just no, him no, tonguing his ass. <laughs> if you are hearing a wet sopping sound, that is a tongue going deep, deep. <laughs> to a rectum. Into a rectum. Into an anal sphincter. Into a butt cloaca. What does it sound like, Derek? <laughs> Hello, I'm Derek. And I'm Peter. And this is the Mog. In this podcast, one of us suggests a beloved movie for the other to watch. And then we talk about it. What made us laugh? What made us cry? And whether or not it explains our secret allegiance to Goza. The Destructor. Yep, yep. The, what was it? Uh, was it Mesopotamian or was it... Um, I can't... Babylonian? Babylonian. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um... We, we have a very studied. special mug prepared for you today. We do. It's the first of its kind. It is a conjoined mug where we are actually in the same room together in uh, my study, covered with mess and and uh, sheepskin rugs. <laughs> uh, but we're both in Brisbane. We are. And how are you? How Bris are you Vegas. It? Oh, it's glorious being back. Yeah, you enjoying you enjoying the environment with my gym gear mixed in with my um with my dogs sitting on the floor, licking in places where dogs do but shouldn't lick. He is legitimate legitimately <laughs> in his ass <laughs> right now with the tongue. It's been about five minutes now. <laughs> that, like we were going to wait for him to finish, but I think we just decided to keep going. <laughs> But what movie have we got today, Derek? It's a it's a joint mog. Um, so both of us love this film. It's Ghostbusters from 
apologize for our massive gap between episodes. It's my fault, really. I just couldn't handle the celebrity. Yeah, you were... I was getting so much fan mail that I couldn't handle. And basically, I told Derek that we had to take a break because... The fame. I had to catch up on all the emails to direct to Derek's way. It was just turning into... It felt like spam. But it was all just this love, love, love of Derek. And there was nothing for me. So... We had a bit of a falling out. We we disagreed. We fought. Um, we tore up some songs that we were writing, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and then you know we kind of got missed. I did my solo album for a little while, and no one no one bought any of the CDs. And <laughs> but we're back, and welcome back, everyone, to the Mog. We're back to celebrate our love of film and dive deep into the process of revisiting our beloved childhood films. And uh, I must also apologize for butchering Michelle Monaghan's name. I got her mixed up with Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched. And I think I called her <laughs> Michelle Montgomery. Oh, gosh. Nice. I love Bewitched. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I think it's forgivable. <laughs> I think it's forgivable. Did you have an alternate title for this film? Um, I did. I did. Uh, it's... Um, it, we've basically already heard it, gas testers, or oh. um, or the uh, or the or the slow death by carbon monoxide poisoning, oh, man. Um, <laughs> which has some basis in reality, uh, because um, for those of you who aren't necessarily in the know and have had paranormal experiences in the past, you may have dodged a bullet because um, apparently the types of experiences that people can have in haunted houses. There's lots of different reasons. I'm not going to say that there's no ghosts or anything like that. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But, um, but, uh, I'm not a ghostologist. <laughs> I'm not a ghostaholic. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, apparently some of the symptoms that are associated with things like ghosts, like, um, feelings of pressure on the chest, um, feelings of uh, paranoia, and that there's someone in the house with you, someone watching you. Dread um, in your closet or basement. Basement or attic. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you see some spooks, specters, or ghosts, that may be a stalker, but it also could be um, carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, so you might want to check your, you know, your gas heaters or whatever it is that causes that type of stuff, or get in a gas. You know, once you've got your um, what is it, your psychic to come in and have a look at the place and make sure that there's no ghosts there, then you can get your gas guy in if you haven't died by that. Gas buster. Gas busters. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much my alternative title, really. Just a more of a scientific uh, and completely boring backstory to um, possible death and... Oh, associated <laughs> with um, the paranormal. I just had um, goat's butter. Sorry, I'm vegan. Thanks anyway. <laughs> goat's butter. Man, that actually sounds like a like a, a death metal band name. <laughs> goat's butter. Goat's butter. Goat's butter. Goat's butter. <laughs> They're definitely not vegan. Oh, I don't know. I reckon that I reckon they'd be, be like they might bite the head off of a bat, but they'd spit it out <laughs> afterwards. Ingest. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be doing it for the for the protein. So the synopsis for this movie: three former parapsychology professors set up shop as a unique ghost removal service. Ghost removal service. It sounds like the like a a move. I was just going to say a moving service, which is exactly what a removal service is. So there, there's actually there's no analogy clearer than what you just said and i've just <laughs> wasted a couple of seconds of time. 
Um, yeah, that's pretty succinct. I think uh, the only additions to that is that they have to fend off the evil Gozer and uh, the henchmen of Zul and the gatekeeper. And the coming of the apocalypse, end of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dogs and cats living <laughs> no, together, no. mass hysteria. No. <laughs> so many quotes in this film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And it's all, it, a lot of it is, um, a lot of it is uh, Pete. Oh, Bill uh, Murray, man. Yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, I, I actually, you know, there is some a bit of, bit of useless trivia for you about me in this film. I completely forget who is who when we talk about the last names of them. You know, Spengler, Venkman. Um, I, I have no idea. If you say Venkman, I, I can't remember if that's Bill Murray's character or whether it's um, Egon. Ray. Oh, Egon. I can't yeah. Like, I, I, I don't... I can't remember the actor's name for Egon. Oh, so yeah. he's Egon to me. It's Egon, Bill Murray and, and Ray. Yeah. <laughs> or Dan Aykroyd. He's always been Egon to me too. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually the the co-writer. Yeah. So, so who was it that directed this, Derek? What's a bit of background to this? Oh, so a bit of background. It was directed by uh, Ivan Reitman. Ivan. He's a, he's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> he uses people as human shields. <laughs> or at least he recommends it. So he did Meatballs and Stripes. Um... Total Recall, was it? Did he do Total Recall? No, no, no. That wasn't Ivan Reitman. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I have no idea then. <laughs> <laughs> that was a skit from The Late Show, I believe. That's it. That's where I'm getting that yeah. from. Yeah. Ivan Reitman is a genius. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, it was 1984 and it was a massive year in movies, man. Like Ghostbusters, Beverly Hills Cop, The Terminator, Karate Kid, Ooh. Nightmare on Elm Street, Temple wow. of Doom, Gremlins, Romancing the Stone. So that was Robert Zemecki's. Uh, you know, Conan, the Destroyer, <laughs> <What>? Police <laughs> Academy, never-ending story. So much. Wow. So much stuff. June? You love June. Oh. Last Starfighter. We've done that. Yeah. Oh, Last Starfighter, same year. Star wow. Trek 3. Search for Spock. That, the search for Spock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ghostbusters, the runaway hit. It's 30 million budget, but 229 million, man. Wow. Holy crap. That's a percentage difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was the biggest grossing comedy, uh, biggest grossing comedy film of all time, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, it it kind of it it's definitely a comedy, but I don't know. I don't even think of it as a genre. I think of it as Ghostbusters. Like you say, oh my, fa- what's your favorite comedy? I wouldn't think of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, you know, my I don't know what I would think of my favorite comedy, but it, <laughs> but I wouldn't be thinking of Ghostbusters. It'd be just like one of my favorite films. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of a genre. Mm. It did you know feel I mean? like that. It became its own thing because it like did. there was I was reading some background about it and um, they're saying everything has a three arc structure and progression except Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, it's just like that's the classic saying. <laughs> Well, I don't know anything about three arc structures. Because they're Derek. exactly the same as when they come in. It's very, <laughs> but it's most, all about most of the my actors. Acts are longer than three to, to movies. You know, between three and seven acts. <laughs> seven <laughs> acts. Oh yeah, true. We have the worst track record for that stuff. Yeah. I know about the structure of film. It's all good. <laughs> but they all. It's about the the actors, really. You know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, they man. all have background in. Um, theater acting so saturday oh, night live yeah sketch comedy um the background was second city theater 
And there's some quotes in this stuff. Uh, Bill was saying that if you make other people look good, you'll look good. And Dan was saying that, uh, Dan Aykroyd, he was saying that they have a, they talk in shorthand and they understand each other. Right. So they had all this background in like, you know, improv theatre. Yeah. So that's why it really works. Of course, works. they've worked together for so long. Yeah. And they do play their characters very separate from each other. Like the, the comedy for each of them is not, it's not like they're all making the same jokes at each other. Like if you look at, um, let's, let's think of a really good comparison of, to this movie where we can talk about the nature of comedy. There's another film similar to this one called Ghostbusters. Um, in, what is it, 2016? Oh, yeah, yeah, Have yeah. you seen that? I have. I watched it in preparation for this. Oh, right. What so, you... I hadn't seen it before. Right. Um, the original. Well, all of them are kind Obviously. of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes in back in time and says, listen, I've got this movie this called... This is the real deal. <laughs> this is the real... The real deal. All women casts. Uh, all None women... of this. Yeah, that's, this is where... Patriarchal. No, 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 a, no, no. It's all matriarchal from now on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, uh, what did you think of, what did you think of that film? I have comments, but I think I'll leave those to the end sure. because I think this is, this is the golden, golden film we're on. Yeah. We don't want to tarnish it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> well, it, but it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with the comedians. It has every, it's just the, the way that that film was put together and, mm. and the net, like, yeah, I, I just think that, um. Yeah, I, I, I don't but think I mean, it's anything like, to do with it's, female It's good that you comedy. bring that up because they are also all Saturday Night Live comedians. That's true. And so it was all, all the pieces were in place. But um, I'm not, yeah. It, it's we like can they talk tried about. to recreate something mm-hmm. instead of create, like recreate instead of create. Yeah. And I think that that might have been part of the thing that. that well, it's, it it's the, the age we live in, the reboot. I mean, yeah. uh, Predator just came out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Predator. Uh, are there have been like uh, we shouldn't go down the rabbit hole too much, but uh, we'll have to talk about reboots mm. at some. Maybe do like a, a separate thing all to podcast altogether and just yeah, talk I about so. something outside of the mog, but just like the nature of reboots. And um, I have a, no- a nice quote actually about from Bill. He's saying basically it's trying to keep a ball up in the air. You know, if I don't have the Id- idea, somebody else tries to whack it up. All <laughs> oh, right, and that's sort of the feeling you get from watching this. They all really bounce off each other, and yeah, but some of them are funny in different ways. I guess is where I was going. Like Bill Murray, um, I don't know. I I can't even really think about like it, it's not the comedy isn't um, saying something absolutely ludicrous, so ludicrous that it's laugh out loud funny. Yeah, there it's all like there is a bit of sort of making fun of each other throughout the film where it's sort of like a collegial sort of relationship where they're making like for instance when um at the beginning of the film where he goes and then whacks the book down when egon's like listening at the thing yeah yeah um yeah uh like that that humor is certainly there yeah i know what you mean but um was there anything else for the like who Oh, I've got tons. I'm actually, sorry, oh. I'm half listening to you, half looking through my, my wow. notes. Um, but the production design, I have to mention, it was incredible. John DeCure, he's third time Oscar winner. So the King and I, Cleopatra, you know, that massive temple at the end, they r- constructed that, that whole thing. Oh, it's wow. Huge. And they constructed an actual set of New York to one eighteenth scale, like Central Park for the Stay Puff scene. Oh wow! So incredible work going on in this film. Gosh, um, the special effects was Richard Edland. 
He's a second-time Oscar winner. He also worked on Star Wars A New Hope, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, and Return of the Jedi. Wow. So incredible stuff with the special effects. You can agree, right, with um, Ghostbusters. Oh, special effects are great. I, I really do like the... Um, the Like, some of the stuff just sounds... Uh, it sounds like I'm making a joke, but the actual... the the um, I can't believe I've forgotten what they're called. The thing that fires off lasers the um, i don't know what the name is proton pack oh proton pack yes um yeah that's um just the effects for that were really great incredible yeah, yeah. then like uh, uh i think that they had a really nice sort of um shine to them and and the ghosts themselves are like that ghost at the beginning that you know the librarian that yeah. was awesome just the work they've done it's yeah. just so unforgettable it's yeah. etched in your mind and then that's when it cuts to the ghostbusters theme and yeah it's, yeah oh that's gosh, right it's just that's unforgettable right. but like this it um it lost out to indiana jones and the temple of doom oh, for really? best visual effects oh best so that's like it's up there i don't i uh, I, I disagree. Oh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> true. That's true. The heart. That's right. And yeah, um, it's all about the best heart. original song, man. It was nominated. Ray Parker Jr. Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah, it lost the Footloose, I think. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the music in Ghostbusters, it was like a. It, it was in its own entity. Like, you know, just the, the music outside of the Ghostbusters. The, the Ghostbusters theme, you mean? Yeah, well, oh, the Ghostbusters iconic. theme, but like all also each of the the pieces of music throughout this just um you know you you if you hear if you hear it you know exactly where it was in the film yeah you know like um saving the day you know when they're in the car on the thing talking about the end of the world and you saving the day saving the day oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i'm probably getting that wrong too and we'll have to apologize because (laughs) i probably got the wrong thing but yeah i love the soundtrack in this um it is very 80s but i don't know yeah i still like it no man i love everything about it i'm a massive fanboy but what's your background with this film how has the movie touched you oh man just uh i just computer get like like um computer games all of this like i remember we had an atari of the 2600 um, oh, wow. ghostbusters game of oh, this, wow. which was really hard is it? Um, yeah. Is it and a top-down shooter? Okay. No, it was like a... It, it was almost like... Um, it was side-on and they had like different things happening. And it's kind of... Even for, for... It was an old game, but they had scenarios play out. So where you either had to capture a ghost or you had to do something in, in a building or something to do with the... I, I don't think we ever figured out what the hell to do with the stave puffed Marshmallow Man. Oh, you got to the end. Well, I don't think it ever ended, Oh, <laughs> which was a lot of Atari games just seem to keep going. Mm. So I'm not actually, no, I think there was an end. I can't remember enough about the game, but I do know that like I was totally obsessed with Ghostbusters because, you know, haunted houses and all of that stuff, but yeah. just very different. Like it, it had the haunted library, which was really cool. I'm going down into the library and I just, um... Yeah, just really identified. Actually, I do have a, a memory of the of wow. from this. Um, uh, we had so we had there was a friend in the street, and uh, so there was me, my brother, and this other guy, and um, and we made our own proton packs. Oh, because we were gonna go, we were gonna go Ghostbuster hunting in our old house. Who was the friend? Sorry. Uh, 
I've never heard the story. This is no, you wouldn't have heard this story. No. And, and it's it's a very short story. Um, Who was your friend? I can't remember. Oh. Yeah. There, there you go. So I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for that person out there who will never listen to this because I haven't seen you since we left the street. Um, yeah, you're part of you're part of the mob. <laughs> but um, I want to say Liam, but I don't think it was Liam. Uh, but anyway... He, uh, we, we got all our things together He So we made our proton packs out of cardboard and, uh, we had our super soakers as the, as the oh, proton cool. packs and that type of thing. And basically we're all ready to go. We're all going to have some fun. We're going to quote all the lines from the movie and we burst through the door and we go, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hey, hey what are you kids saying? <laughs> We got in trouble. Oh. Our parents got... My, I think it was my dad. He was absolutely livid that we swore. Oh, no. By saying us. Oh. So, so we got in big trouble. That is too cute. Yeah. Man. So that was pretty much the end of that scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done all of this work for it and then we got in big trouble. That's cool with the super soakers though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Just so... Like, the, you know, it had all of the proton packs and... I remember making the traps and drawing pictures of it. Yeah, absolutely. Just obsessed with this film. It was so uh, awesome. How about you? Oh, yeah. This was a massive... Um, I love this movie so much. I remember in grade four, actually, we did um, a comedy sketch and got in front of, got in front of the whole school. Oh, and, wow. And uh, it was Tim, Anthony, Daniel... And Emily, who I had a massive crush on, <laughs> but because I was I was like one of the only black kids in the school, I got oh, to be right. Winston. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was cool to be be him because yeah, I wasn't yeah. like there was that like it was just like well you know we wouldn't normally give it to a guy but we really need a black guy. To... <laughs> but um oh man I was doing it with Daniel and he was my best friend at the time oh, cool. and we, it was just so random this comedy sketch and at the end of it. Um, we just played out a little thing of Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, yeah, like we yeah, yeah. had all the proton packs made and threw out the trap and caught the ghost. And at the end, we did like Happy Little Vegemites as the outro. It was <laughs> it was sort of like a comedy sketch, right, right, right. But yeah, we did the costumes and the ghost trap thing, just like you. We all built out of cardboard. I had help from my mom and like oh, yeah, but we nice. didn't have the super soak. It was oh. all props. Oh, but we were all like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> drop it, <laughs> snap something That's on awesome. the thing. That would have been fun. And the oh, other God. memories I have was like um, Ghostbusters 2. We saw it in the drive-in cinema. Um, and it was billed with Total Recall, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so here we were waiting for this kids film. Well, I think they showed 90, Total Recall was, first. Was that 1987 or something? 89, I think. 89, yeah, God. No, you're right. I keep going back to 87 for some reason because it was in between 84 and 89. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It was 89. And I just um, still remember being scarred by the melting face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, it's total recall. You gotta get the Mars. What about that? <laughs> get the Mars. <laughs> Open your mind. But this Queen. film really began my love of Bill Murray. Like later in Groundhog Day, oh, he's yeah, just yeah. a comedic genius, man. Yeah, yeah. And I loved Egon at that time. You know, all his gadgets, and I just yeah. love all the gadgets. Just drawn to technical things and pulling things apart and. You know, electronics and... Yeah, 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 absolutely. <coughs> and they each had their very distinct personality. Ray was super, super enthusiastic. And um, and uh, you had uh, Pete, Pete Venk... Is it Venkman? It Venkman, is Venkman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's, you know, just this 
sort of like what like um he's a charlatan and a skeptic it's just uh but it's kind of he ends up being right that there are ghosts but like he would just sell it even if it was wrong um so uh yeah <laughs> it's true isn't it yeah and then you've got ray who's just like a little kid super enthusiastic yeah and, and you've got egon who's just um and it really works a, with that it, dynamic it's a nice dynamic um and it really feels a, more natural it doesn't feel like a like a it doesn't it's not a dynamic where you say oh that's the straight guy and oh that's this guy and all oh, that's that guy they all play like except for except for venkman they all kind of play a straight character and his yeah. is a bit more on the cynical charlatan <laughs> side. He's a bit. He's just a little bit more. Um, I don't know, sarcastic and jokey mm. type thing. But he's great. Bill yeah. Murray just yeah, you know, he takes he takes the scene. And I like also the fact that um, I don't know. This is sort of this came a, came about with Stranger Things. Like they had the Ghostbusters song in season two. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's coming about this era where it's like it's all about the geeks. It's making a big comeback now, like Big Bang Theory, so popular, and Sheldon is basically Egon, <laughs> I think. You know, he's just that yeah, 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 character. Yeah, and Ready Player One, you know, the geek is the hero, and um, yeah, you're right. The 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 um, com- it, it's only taken about um, how many years has it been? <laughs> It took about thirty years or twenty, <laughs> yeah, uh, thirty years for for them to, people who play computer games to actually be um, considered a hero in in some ways. I'm not sure if that really should be the case, but it but it seems to be <laughs> like just it is like all of that nostalgia trip is just full full on happening now. And and yeah, in Stranger Things, you've got the kids who are all into Dungeons and Dragons and mm. all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, you're right. A lot of the um, the game, the the geeks and the nerds are being seen in a lot more positive light and recognised in a lot more positive light. Instead of the, they're not like the butt of a joke anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. No, you're right. You're mm. right. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think that's why I really love this film as well, because, you know, I was a geek. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just face it. Egon's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Shall we get into the acts? Yeah. So, um, what's your act one? Uh, where are we going to get the money? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> he takes a swig. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then they sell his house. <laughs> How about you? Oh, uh, act one. No, uh, look, um, I don't really have an act one or act two or act, or act three, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I, it's I, fine. I wish I did. <laughs> it's all I, good. But I like, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know is a good one. Or um, she's telling, no, what, what is it? Um, I was going to say eight o'clock. <laughs> You're a legitimate phenomenon. That's from um, uh, Bill Murray's cracking onto the college student. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what was yeah. the eight o'clock thing? Uh, oh, oh, the time they're booking. Yeah, your time. yeah, yes, booking yes, your yes. time when they're having a date. So <laughs> just like a definition of the sleaze bag, total sleaze. He's letting bag. her in. So it opens with a theremin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spooky music. So good. Library wide shot. Really great setting. Mm. Um, because it has to be quiet. It sort of sets it up that way. 
Yeah, it does. Um, and this theremin is synonymous with sci-fi, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so it's very well established. I didn't even in. think of it as a theremin. But you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And then awesome. the books go flying, man. I love that where she's just walking along and things are kind of, you know, and they move, the yeah. books move across and she turns. It really just and throws that spooky you. spooky music plays, yeah. Mm. And it is spooky. It's, it's a good spooky music. It's like the first time you see a theremin being played where it doesn't feel hokey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it does. It just doesn't to me. <laughs> no, we're just too used to it. But when those cards go flying, wow, how did they do that? They're yeah. Oh, they must have had like some... I think they had like air pressure oh, things blowing up. But the looks, fact that they all came up one at a time. Man, it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Very memorable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, and then she's sort of running away and then she walks, runs around a corner and there's that blue light flashing and she gets all freaked out. And that's when it comes, the Ghostbusters theme. And then it goes into him walking, the, you're following the camera into Venkman's office where it says Venkman sucks or something like that on the, where someone's crossed it out. And oh it yeah, true, true, thing. true, true. And, um... Yeah, and this is... I love that scene. What did you think of that scene where he's doing that? He actually has... He's testing psychic phenomenon and he just is completely... As someone... I I studied psych and there was a scientific method and this guy just... He's just the anti... He's the (laughs) anti-scientist. Yeah, yeah. So he's letting her pass and... But he's, he's... He's giving the guy a hard time, yeah. <laughs> even then when he gets it right. Yeah, even when he gets it right. <laughs> I'm sorry, he shocks yeah. him. <laughs> this isn't your lucky day. <laughs> but I love Bill Murray, like, at the end of that, um, he just smacks Ackroyd in the head. He sort of jumps up and I'm smacks I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really That's comical, right. man. Yeah. Well, excuse me for a moment. Um, but basically, he's the same character as Phil from Groundhog Day, I felt. Yeah, he is kind of. Probably just a little... And, and the same character as Scrooged. I think Scrooged, yeah, he's probably the cynical. worst version and the worst version of Bill Murray and Scrooged, as in the nastiest. Um, but yeah, it's very... He, the, it, you're right, he does play a similar character. And it's like, he's got these throwaway lines. Are you Alice? menstruating right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it went over my head as a kid what has that got to do with it yeah he goes, back no off idea. man i'm a scientist yeah <laughs> my uncle thought he was saint jerome <laughs> but um i've got to say with the psychic part one bit that i love in that is where he electrocutes him for the second time and that gum just flies out of his mouth onto the did you ever notice that oh no yeah in the second <laughs> okay, one yeah. uh, he's chewing on a piece of gum and then he gets electrocuted and it He's just staring, staring, and this piece of gum flies out of his mouth. <laughs> Poor a... dude, hey? And um, I just love how enthusiastic Raymond is. He's so excited. Yeah. Active plasmic residue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody blow their nose and you want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're asking, I like how just um, in sort of endearing they are. They're like, so what do we do? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't what do you know? think? <laughs> Venkman, and I like how Venkman had to speak to it. Like they just pushed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, uh, like no, hang on. Yeah, you're right. He does. He goes out and he goes, "Hi, I'm Igor." I'm. What is you would guess? think we've watched this I'm film. Peter. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know we, I, I'm getting. I, I think we, we took our notes like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and and uh, just um, 
I'm thinking of one scene when you're thinking of the other. Like I'm thinking one scene slightly ahead. Like because Ray comes out, he goes, "All right, I know, I know exactly what to do. You know, stay close, stay close." Do exactly oh, that was the end. No. And that's where I was thinking. Because but you're right. Before then, um, he goes, "Oh, Bill Murray goes up to him. So where are you from originally? <laughs> you know." <laughs> All right, the usual stuff isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's when the the ghost transforms, and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that's just one of the best transformations. I thought that's where the title was at the end of that, where they all run out. No, because um, she right? No, it isn't because the piano music plays. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yes, uh... and uh, and he, and he goes. Did you see it? What was that? We'll get back to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, yes, yes. And then that... I love that little piano riff, you know, that where they're It's very much laughing. like the intro to the mock. <laughs> it's got that <laughs> feel to it. Yeah, it's good. Um, but Egon, I'm always serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just looks dead at him. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to change some of the things I said about you. And then he holds out a, 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 a chocolate bar. You you've earned it. There's oh, gonna be yeah. so many bad quote me saying so many bad quotes out of this film and I just can't help but do it. But um yeah, but I really do like the different characters and, and the way that they're talking and and then they get back to their offices and they're getting kicked out. Yeah. And um at that point he's asking where are we gonna get the money to start it up? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Right over here, The Simpsons. What's your first name, Mr. Burns? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hello, I am Mr. Burns. <laughs> I don't know. But at that point, they they find some the the fireman's place, and they get, they're complaining about the rent. But then Dan Aykroyd, he's still so eager, like a kid. He goes, "Does this pole still work?" Yeah. Wow. Wow. This place is great. Yeah. Where do we move in? You got to try this pole. <laughs> I'm gonna get my stuff. <laughs> and you can tell before then they're actually just trying to sort of bargain the price down lower <laughs> which Egon's prepared this whole spiel where he's and the neighborhood is like a demilitarized zone <laughs> and then it just completely destroys the the their scene with um Ray coming down with his enthusiasm yeah and I guess yeah they so they go ahead with the place and we cut a cut to Dana so Sigourney's character just casually walking onto oncoming traffic with groceries in <laughs> yeah. a cello. That's it. That's it. You can tell she's done it before. <laughs> it's New York. But yeah. um, Lewis at that point, he's sort of the oh, he's introduced. Great. He's so good. He's just non-stop he talking. He steals scenes, that guy. He's so good. He What's reminded me name? of Paul a bit. <laughs> What's his name again? Oh, no, it was Rick Moranis. That was it. Oh, uh, Rick Moranis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, I love him, man. No, oh, he's awesome. So good. He's so memorable for me in Little Shop of Horrors. He was oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, main character. Actually, I've never really... I've only seen that, I think, once, Little Shop of Horrors. And I found it strangely um, disturbing. It's dark. It's yeah. in line with all my chocolate films. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me. Yeah, Just eating people. Plant yeah. that eats people. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so, um... Yeah, so Rick Moranis comes in as Lewis. Oh, he's just so good. And he's got his, like, a lot of his stuff was ad-libbed, apparently. So, <laughs> even though you do your own tax, which I don't think you should do, <laughs> he just adds these lines in, non-stop talking. 
and he locks himself out. It's, it's, it's the running gag. Yeah. Oh, just, it's so good. Um, oh, she walks past her. She tries to tiptoe past. And no matter how quiet she is, he, he always <laughs> hears. Yeah. And then they introduce Janice at this point, uh, the secretary. I just love the dynamic between Egon and Janice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, print is dead. <laughs> Well, it's very fascinating. I read a lot myself. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I didn't have many comments. I just yeah. had Bill Murray jumping over the railing as soon as Oh, yeah, that's call. right. As soon as someone comes in, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a good... Yes, it is. Can I help you? <laughs> I'm Peter Vegman. And we're oh, jumping forward ahead, but, yeah, you know, yeah. basically Dana has this experience where she... Yeah, that's right. The exploding eggs. Exploding um, eggs, yeah. Boil, boiling, on the, boiling on the tabletop the and then opening the fridge and... Zool comes through. And, you know, I never heard that. I just heard like a... Oh. I never knew he actually said Zool. Oh. Even though she said he said Zool, I could never pick up Zool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool though. Cool oh, game. yeah. And the, the you can see the little um, the actual temple. temple and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah really cool. so that was all sets. I didn't realize. I thought that was some sort of, you know, just painted on thing. Yeah. They built all that stuff. It's I didn't crazy. realize that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, but so then they... They hire the Ghostbusters and then Bill Murray goes, he's like sleezing on basically. Yeah, yeah. So the, the bedroom, time. nothing happened in there. What a crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it before then when they're interviewing her and um, and uh, what was it? He goes, um, tell you what, I'll go back and check her out. I'll go check out <laughs> her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love Bill. But um, then later on, he's just he's like moving ahead in only a way that Bill Murray, only a way he can. I'm going to go for broke. I'm madly in love with you. <laughs> he just throws it out there. It's like really early yeah. on. But it's just, he's just stepping it up. And he's, Will you please leave? He's that eccentric. He, can, he yeah. can get away with it. And then she threw me out of her life. She thought it was a creep. She thought it was a gig. Probably not the first. You are so hot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I've got it. I'll prove myself to you. <laughs> um, yeah. And no, so they get so the first real call with the um the hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's hotel. it. We've got one, and they hit the thing, and they had the Ecto One, which was a hearse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> awesome. All painted. I like I like going back very quickly. Um, you know when he turns up and he's describing all the things that are wrong with the hearse that he has to fix, and it just it's like there's there's actually nothing right with the car they've got. <laughs> but yeah, that pulls out and it's got the basically it's as eye catching as you possibly can be. It's, yeah. it's perfect ad advertisement for uh, for Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know, it was awesome. Yeah, with yeah. the like the fins in the back and the. The siren. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they are going out of their way to make sure that everyone can hear them. Because they walk in and, hey, anybody see a ghost? <laughs> and the manager, he's like the perfect comic. He's like, he's playing sort of, um, I don't know, it was like a John Cleese type character. Yeah, he I was, felt. wasn't he? Yeah. He was very much a John Cleese type character. <laughs> <laughs> Through this way. And then at this point, they're in the elevator and goes, so switch me on. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. You know, we've we've never really had a successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. So do I. 
and then switches on. The power up noise, man. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so cool. So good. And they all edge away. Yeah, yeah. It all sounds like a all sounds like a um like a nuclear device, doesn't it? Um, and then they go for the the um the hunt for the ghost. The and it was ghost. Slimer. It was Slimer. Oh man, I had such fun memories. They of never had a name for it in the first movie. No, but later on there was the cartoon. Yeah, and the two and like yeah, it was Absol- Slimer. Yeah, it, it was the, it was interesting that they it must have been such a popular character that it was identified on its own as a as a popular character. Yeah. I they think really it, ran with it. I think. Yeah, yeah. And they they added a lot of humor for the for that ghost as well when you think about mm. it. You know, it running like it eating it eating and shoveling food down and how they did that, the effects of the actual ghost itself yeah, is awesome. Incredible. Yeah, real personality and Yeah. And how it was eating food. But it kind of looked transparent at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was really true. good. Yeah, it was really I like good. That. And with them, that's when they had the lasers actually from the proton packs. Yeah, that was that's stunning. right. Just stunning. I like the bit where he he sees the ghost for the first time and he's like freaked out. This is Ray, I think, and he's smoking a cigarette and the cigarette just sort of hangs on his lip for a while <laughs> yeah it's a very cool effect there's it's so like, much smoking he's just non-stop oh, smoking yeah <laughs> there is a lot of smoking yeah definitely the 80s man yeah. but this is when they say they had the foreshadowing don't cross the streams mm. um and this that's, is establishing the science of the these science. things <laughs> but um <laughs> just i love the dialogue of this where like don't look directly at the trap. I looked at the trap, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and this bumbling. They're yeah, I know. They completely out. have no idea what they're doing. This is the discovery the of a new science. honesty and the rookiness of yeah, it. Yeah. Gets you on board with them, I felt. <laughs> I, I looked at the trap, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I've always remember before, they, I always wanted to do this. And he sort of rips the, uh, the cloth off the table and everything shatters. And he goes, the flowers were still standing. <laughs> So gold, man. Just bitter. Just like it just comes so hard and fast and it's great. You know, you're seeing the wedding cake exploding and all of the sound of clattering and stuff. And the guys outside are desperate to get in because it it sounds like they're trashing the whole place. And they actually are. (laughs) Yeah. And um, that was all I had for Act 1, man. Yeah. Oh, no, it was awesome. And just, uh, just all of that. And that's where they had the, the line, you know, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, that was that was great. And I love the little, there's a little bit in there where um, uh, Venkman's just sort of negotiating how much it's going to cost. And you can see Egon's just holding up his fingers to say how oh, much it's going to be. I yeah, <laughs> you, you look back, you see that he's actually, he's just getting one eye on Egon the whole time. And Egon's just rubbing his, yeah. rubbing these fingers against oh, his it's head. It's all very subtle. Much. There's so many yeah, layers. There's so much. It's awesome. So I so, had um, act two with the montage. That's when the montage Yeah, that's start. when they thought, get, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a montage. So I had yeah, act two. It. Don't goes away. There's nothing to worry about. <laughs> I stole those puns. There's this thing called Tian Welby. She's a weather presenter in um, England. And I just want to wife her. There's 22 Ghostbusted related puns in 60 minutes. Oh, and they're all weather related. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, you have to show me the... the what, well, if there's well, three I've got acts, them for Act 3. three acts, <laughs> yeah. so, so, that's, so what was it? 60. So there's like 57 that I haven't heard yet. 
or won't have heard yet. So you'll have to show me the rest. And I like the montage because it was like an origin story feel, you know? Yeah, Where yeah. Where they just go through the progression of how they started. Get popular. And they have world. like real life presenters talking about the yeah. Ghostbusters and um, doing interviews. Larry King, I think, was there. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and, and I think there's one, one question on everybody's lips and... How is Elvis and have you seen him lately? <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that it's all in New York, man. It's just so epic. Yeah, just yeah. So, it's like all on location in New York. There's something about it. I think that's when I first fell in love with New York. It does have a real nice vibe to it, doesn't it? Mm. It has a real, real, real city vibe. Uh, good city vibe. Um, but what did you think of the, um, the lady in the dream? Oh, gives, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, as a kid, I don't even remember that. As yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went over my head. I, I, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> like it was a bit. It was a, like why was his eyes going crossed? What was going on? Oh yeah, yeah. We were too young, man. No, I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. But I love any parts as the secretary. I love her sort of Queen's accent. Is it just the mist, or does it have arms and legs? It's so good. And I, I love it. And Winston comes in at that point, the token black guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're, they're hiring. So, oh, and I love her. I love her question where she just runs through all of this list of good. I've got the that. Lo- oh, you do? Janine Melnitz. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spiritual photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the blackness monster, and theory of Atlantis? Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if there's a steady steady paycheck in it, I'll believe it. Anything you say. say. (laughs) Boss. Oh, God. But I love, I love, I love, um... But he was smoking too. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much smoke in there that... The sets must have stank. But um, <laughs> I, I do, I do like the bit where she's feeling overworked, and and she, you promised me you'd hire more help, and, and uh, he says something which is pretty. Actually, it sound, he sounds like a dick when he replied to her saying like, "You could get a, you know, we can get a, someone else." It's just like that was probably the one thing watching it again. Yeah. Where I thought, oh, that was a bit of a dick thing, thing yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love it when the the. Phone's ringing and she answers. He goes, Ghostbusters, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Perfect customer service. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> I think uh, she reminded me in many ways of Cindy Lauper. Uh, it was like an 80s thing. Yeah, that... there is that kind of... Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you're taking. That, that voice, that voice. Yeah, absolutely. But I absolutely love her. And um, then they cut to the Lincoln Center in New York where... Um, because she's a cellist, Sigourney Weaver's character. That's right. And Bill Murray's continuing his quest. You were the best one in your role. <laughs> You're good. Most people, most people can't hear me with the whole orchestra. Playing. <laughs> so good, man. And then he looks across at the guy who's sniffing, putting stiff in. What did he guys? Who's the stiff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have many notes, but um, I sort of cut forward to the EPA guy. God, he was so oh, slimy, man. He's so awesome. great. I f- really feel for that actor. He apparently though. ruined him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no one liked him. It's uh, how can it, it's terrible when you are so good at the role that you've been given that people identify you strongly with that role. Yeah, and then you're a bad guy. He's good. Oh, he's he so slimy. So Just the way that he would speak, you know that <clears throat> sort of things. Yeah, well, you can have your way, Mister Yeah, yeah, yes. so good. 
<laughs> and but at that point, is, they are talking about the Twinkies. But before that, with the EPA guy, he's right. Yeah. Like, the EPA coming in and saying that we're concerned. Mm. Environmental Protection Agency, he's kind of right to be turning up and yeah. asking these questions. Um, you know... But shutting it down? Yeah, like... Without understanding it? Yeah, they're like, they're like um, well, I mean, Pete Bankman just shutting him down... Uh, but the, the shutting down was, yeah, I agree. I agree. If we're going to have a very, you know, argument, if we're going to, if we're going to debate the sides of whether this guy was a good guy or not, he was not a good guy, <laughs> but, but he, the concern of the EPA coming in, I think oh, is yeah, absolutely yeah. valid. Mm. You know, just talking about the plot points here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just was so distracted by the Twinkie, man. It looks so yum. Oh, I had to man. just stop. <laughs> Twinkies. You remember that? <laughs> That's a big Twinkie. That's yeah. one big Twinkie. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? When he was talking about that, I like you can you may be able to tell that I, I I've almost memorized all of these lines. Mm, um I had noticed because actually. because we're just talking face to face now and I'm not looking at my quotes no. or anything like that. And uh but I'm getting them wrong as well, I'm sure. But um I didn't know what they were talking about. Like he oh. was saying this Twinkie, I don't know. Like oh, as a kid, I didn't know what a yeah. Twinkie was. Like if it said this cake in my hand, oh okay, <laughs> instead yeah. of a Twinkie, I had no idea what it was. But um, yeah, and then and that... I've got yeah. So cutting back to Rick Moranis, I had, did have his name in, <laughs> but he's so good at the geek man. Oh man, is that this... poor the, the door gag? It gets me every time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gets yeah. yeah. And I like it how she's kind of nodding as she's walking in, like she's listening, but she's not really listening. No. She doesn't know what he's saying. And yeah, somebody let me in, and then she closes the door. I just, this time, uh, um, Bill's rocking up for his date, and um, she's already possessed in this time. Yeah, well, I don't know if you've noticed, but that scene where she gets like I used to find that scene terrifying you know where the doors molding and changing as she you know she's talking to her mum yeah and uh she's sitting in her chair and the door behind us looking at it and she goes and she looks at it and she swears and and um i think that one of the hands is groping her oh with the chair thing when yeah it grabs her all, back. all her chair, arms have come out i think that there's a bit of a grub going on oh yeah 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 like a bit disturbing. I'm sure that was Bill Murray's hands. Because <laughs> he goes later on and just says, Are you the key master? Closes the door. Yeah. yeah. Opens and knocks again. Yes, I'm the key master. <laughs> yes. I'm a friend of his. He told me to meet him here. <laughs> I love that. And then, man, that 80s off the shoulder look go on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. So 80s. So good. She has freaky teeth, though. Like, she doesn't have oh. to pretend with the teeth. They're, like, bang-like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. She looks like she wants to bite him. And, uh, oh, and that, the, the, um, the, where she says, I want you inside me. I always thought that she was saying that she wanted to eat him. Oh, and, okay. and, you know, ingest him, basically. I had no idea what was going on there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that, oh, like, being older, I, that's a bit. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then it sort of goes back to um, Rick Moranis turning into the dog. Oh, I love he's running that. around that scene, oh, especially like the accountant scene as well, where he's 
invited clients instead of friends so he can get a, a tax rebate. <laughs> <laughs> and he's describing all of their backgrounds. So every client that comes in has their story. You know, yeah. tenant Ted and yeah. Lorette Manning or something like that. Ted owns a carpet cleaning business <laughs> in receivership. They've got 15000 left on the house at 8%. So they're okay. <laughs> Anyone want to play Parcheesi? Parcheesi. Yeah. <laughs> And then and, there's the yeah. blonde, and then he just says, you want to dance? Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe if we start dancing, other people will join in. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. So bad. But but I love, um and the scene where he's at um the outdoor, res- the indoor outdoor restaurant, you know, where he can't find the door <laughs> to get in, and he's yeah. screaming as the dog gets him, and all of the restaurants just looking at him from the inside. Uh, and they go back to Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> And then they, he runs into Egon. <laughs> Egon just says, I don't think he's human. He can't <laughs> act, man. He's the writer. He's Harold Brown. Yeah, yeah. He's the writer. He's done, like, amazing comedy writing. But um, the story was that he thought that no one else could play Egon as good as him because yeah. it's so serious and so dry. But I think he was right. He was good. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I, I get, like, you're probably right. He can't act. Um, but, but he does that role very yeah well. that basically that is the only role he can probably do um, yeah I've only seen him in one other film that I can think of and that Space was two. <laughs> two other films that I can think of <laughs> the other one was um, Evolution which was a comedy thing that had David Duchovny in it and he was just, oh no wait no I've got that wrong no, he was in he was in um, Groundhog Day. Yeah, that's what I like. I'm mm. thinking of where he's the psych, where no tumors, no lesions, no aneurysms. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought he was good as Egon. Yeah, yeah. He passed away like recently. I think, yeah, last that's year. right. Really sad. Mm. Um, but um, then like Winston, he's sort of building it up in the car, so he didn't get much dialogue. He's the token guy. I think it was meant to be Eddie Eddie Murphy, but they couldn't get him. So oh, is that right? They would have given him more dialogue if it was Eddie Murphy. Uh, <laughs> but he's going on about Judgment Day and, you know, the biblical, you know, quotes from the Bible. It sort of built it up, I felt. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought... It, I actually liked Winston. Um, he's almost... He was almost a straight man. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, like, he came in uh, as an outsider... Uh, as a regular person coming into this crazy situation, you know, talking about being steady paychecks and um, all of that type, and talking about Judgment Day and, mm. you know, pointing out all that type of stuff. Yeah. I think that actually does kind of work well, mm. you know, where he's a bit more serious than the other yeah. than the other yeah. ones. Well, just even just mentioning Judgment Day, sort of built it up. And... Judgment Day, <clears throat> Judgment Day. But yeah, there's like the ghost montage in New York at that point. Um and uh, they showed the Twin Towers, and it's like, oh, that's sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is sad. But um, is this is this when the 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 place explodes, and the EPA oh, sorry, guy yeah, comes? Yeah, in? yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of they like, shut them down, shut shut them all down. Uh, I'm skipping mm, way ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you're probably right too, because I'll just get bogged down in every single line of this film. <laughs> Um, so but yeah, the place explodes, yeah. and um, and uh, and then the the um, what uh, Walter Peck um, mm. blames them for the explosion, even though they warned him. Yeah, and um, they and get arrested. This, this is the great line. Um, is this true? Yes, it is true. 
This man has no dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that line. Dickless it's, here. Uh, the, yeah, that's right, that's right. Until the power group was shut off by Dickless here. <laughs> they caused an explosion. <laughs> so good. I love it. Like this, this sort of. There's this tone in his voice when he talks. It's like really kind of whingy. Yeah. The EPA guy. And, and Venkman, he talks the mayor into it, and he's like, Lenny! Yeah, <laughs> baby! <laughs> <You know? laughs> Lenny, baby! Lenny, baby! <laughs> and that's when Peck loses. It felt good, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get him out. I can't believe you're seriously continuing. Listen, these men. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Lenny, you will have saved the lives of millions of registered voters. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And really, that's where it sets up into Act 3, mm. where uh, I had the name as... Now, Slime Afraid, this is the end. <laughs> that's from the weather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, the puns, man. They're, they're pretty fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it had that... You know, they shut down the streets in New York, man. It had a really big movie feeling. Yeah, it did, didn't it? And uh, the, the funny thing is, is that there are characters in the crowd that you can that really stand out that you notice throughout like as they're trying to save the city you actually oh. notice these characters um as as it goes throughout the plot oh cool attention to detail yeah and that's when they had this little earthquake and the road opens up and they climb back in the music fades back in and then oh, they all yeah. cheer and ghostbusters i know that that's <laughs> so hooky i don't know what it and they is they do the handshake thing where it's like oh yeah i know it's, <laughs> it's so great it's so great <laughs> i just love that yeah and then they're walking up the stairs and all of the all of that momentum just gets stopped because they have to walk up the uh 22 stair 22 flights of stairs um but the big building shots they look really cool man. yeah like um, yeah, just like it's real estate photographers porn. Very, very tall, very, very powerful. But Sigourney, Sigourney, man, them legs, she's really working it mm. when she's just sort of at the gates and just sort of displaying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lannis is there. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you know, she really was, she's really, you know, you're, 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 your princess isn't 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 she? <laughs> yeah, I remember you talking about how hot she was in Alien. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and that's when we get to see them turn into a dog, and we see Ziggy Stardust. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> that was very very Bowie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was so Bowie. It was so Bowie. But I love that. I love that set, and it's so it's yeah. so ancient and alien at the same time very cthulhu-esque mm. lovecraftian oh yeah, yeah i yeah. thought yeah i haven't seen any of that stuff i know you're a big fan though i'm a bit of a lovecraft fan yeah it's true it's true oh, i love i love the god are you a god yeah with the eyes very creepy. no then Die. <laughs> Ray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> um and I love the I love the um the way of trying to get around um choosing the the form of their destruction is is a staple. Oh yeah. That's so good. I just had the eighties flat top. 
Yeah, that's really. <laughs> oh yeah, aim for the flat top. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> but um, I like Bell here. Like you know, they're all. This is the final fight scene. But he's just got this slouch. His mouth is open. He's sort of got this baffled look about him. It's, he's not trying too hard. It's the final <laughs> fight. But it's just sort of like... Maybe they're not cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know, it's very cool. Yeah, no, it is good. And and I love it um, when they do cross the streams and, you know... And um, I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. It's like there's so many holes in this plot, but it's just dismissed by Bill Murray's zaniness. Yeah. I love this plan. Let's do it. <laughs> and I love it how when they do cross the stream and the whole thing explodes and there's marshmallow going absolutely everywhere. Oh, yeah. Except in one place. And that's Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the only person who barely has anything on him. It's just like on his shoulder. <laughs> it wasn't in his contract, man. <laughs> I like at the end, it's like, who does your taxes? Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. <laughs> okay. And the kiss at the end, directed by Ivan Reitman, man. Yeah. Yeah, he gets the girl. Gets the girl. That's it. That's it. She might have been slightly catatonic at that stage. Though, so <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it may be debatable whether it was by choice or not. But yeah, all the, the last thing that I had was just... Um, how you get to see see pe- the characters that have been throughout the film as they yeah, drive away off that. into the distance and it's slime so comes. Epic. And, so yeah, epic. So they good. did it so well. They really played your emotions. And um, I saw Bill Murray on David Letterman and he is so crazy that he actually... They are blood brothers. This is, must have been way before HIV scare because they prick themselves. They cut themselves in blood oh. on live TV. Oh, really? With they Letterman. Letterman. Wow. Actually blood brothers. That sounds like something Bill Murray would do. Because doesn't he like turn up to people on the street and yeah. do selfies and turns up in yeah. people's photos and yeah. just turns up to weddings and stuff like so that? So crazy. Uh, but a... I have so much more respect for Letterman now for going out Because <laughs> yeah. you can see he's like really nervous. Oh, really? Sweating, you saw the footage oh wow man i would have been freaked out um did you have any final notes on the actual film look um all all i can say is just like i'm sure you can hear my enthusiasm for this film Mm because i just absolutely love it so much and i've probably spent more time quoting the film than i have talking about (laughs) (laughs) because i i just um just as so much of this this is just like it takes me back to childhood every time i watch this film and I, it's it's the type of film where I can't even review it. I can't say whether it's good or whether it's bad, whether it hits the plot points or whether there are plot holes. Yeah. I can't even tell anymore. So to me, it's just one of the most perfect films um, there is for because I can't I can't criticize it. Mm. So yeah, uh, that that's pretty much me. It's 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 the it's it's an eleven. It is the top. There is no... It is one of the top. There are other ones that are also the top, but it is alongside those. It's the meaning of film and television to me. So I'm going to ask you about the reboot now. What was that like when you were sort of... When you... Well, before we move into darker territory... Oh, it doesn't have to be dark. (laughs) It doesn't have to be dark. I'm just joking. But I guess what I mean, like, well, what about you though? Well, how did you, how do you see this film first? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll talk just a bit about the reboot because okay. 
um, it sort of relates. So it was, yeah, it's the whole SNL crew. It was like, um, yeah. you know, Kate McKinnon, uh, Kristen Wiig. I'm massive fans of these yeah, like yeah, comedians. Yeah. No, they're good comedians. And um, yeah, so they did some things right, which I felt. They sort of end with New York, lights turning on, and it shows GB in the in the in the lights of oh, the skyline, right, okay. and it's that's what like this movie is about to me. They really got that. It's much about the movie as about New York, the city. It's about their love of New York and oh, New yeah, York yeah, getting yeah. behind the Ghostbusters and like. But there are so many sets set pieces in that are sort of like in haunted houses and stuff. Not. I don't know. I find in the reboot, yeah, 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 and, and their their office is a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they did pay homage to it. They go yeah, there. They the did. Red was the the red was the, that's true. That was good. But the other good thing I liked about the reboot was um, uh, Kate Holtzman in this slow mo scene where they did a big brass version of the original themes bridge. The dun and dun and dun and dun and dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's all in slow mo, and she goes, "Let's go, you got Holtzman, baby." That was epic. I thought. I can't even remember that. Like, I, I must admit, I didn't have a real positive experience watching Ghostbusters. I didn't go to the film movies or anything like that. I like that they kept the same song. That's true. It is. Yeah, it is. It is nice that they updated that song, and it is a good. It is good to pay homage to, to some of that stuff. But then they had... Oh, man, I just don't want to talk too much about it. Because oh, I feel you really like, didn't have a good experience with it. Well, look, I, I must admit, I did like the the receptionist character. Oh, oh the Aussie guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I yeah, can't Hemsworth. my brain. Chris Hemsworth, yeah. <laughs> just, just because, like, there's just... He does... Like, the stuff I can remember <laughs> yeah. himself. Like, the, the glasses thing where, he, where he, there are no lenses. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he just said he was funny, yeah. and the the thing is, like it, it's like I've seen Kristen Wiig and all of that, and other in um other films, and it's just great. Yeah. Um, I love I love her in Anchorman too. Yeah. Where she plays with Steve, uh, Stephen Carell, um, mm. and they're just playing alongside oh, each other, it's so and they're good. just so good. She's incredible. I She's think, great. Like, she really nails this awkward humor, but, like, in the way it's presented in Ghostbusters, the reboot, it gets, it just feels too awkward almost. Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah, it's I think not I know around what that. You mean. It yeah. kind of halts the plot a bit. Mm. When, I think the jokes that they're trying to tell do sort of, they don't sort of form, form part of the plot in yeah. some of the ways. The other thing as well, I, I felt that the, the, the special effects, they made me think of Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, that cartoonish look. Yeah, yeah. that cartoonish look. Yeah, it was I agree. A little too cartoonish. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm probably being just overly pedantic or something. But mm. um, no, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I just felt that. Yeah, I don't know. As far as my final thoughts on the film, um, there's this guy that did um, some really nice retrospectives of old films, sort of like what we're doing, Oliver Harper. And he sort of comments that it's really the chemistry that makes the film. Yeah. So like Dan Aykroyd, he's the heart, the energy, the enthusiasm. He elevates the movie. And Bill Murray's the mouth. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's always wisecracking. Yeah, always talking yeah, off. Yeah. Harold Ramis is the brains. And um, yeah, so this film is massively high on my nostalgia meter as well. Um, so we grew up in the 80s. You know, there was a cartoon. There was all the merch. And there was a oh, decent man, gap between so the sequels. Merch. So when the sequel came out, it was just like, 
He just oh, went yeah. crazy. I man. loved the sequel. Yeah, me too. I know people hate it no, because they say it it's a rehash of the first one, but I love it. And the special effects and Ray Parker Jr.'s anthem, man, it is so mm. like it just chills you when you oh, hear that yeah. bass line. Absolutely. Boom, 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 <laughs> and the dance, you know, when that dance. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I listened to Ray's other songs. Um yeah, it's like, they're quite seedy songs, man. <laughs> I've got some lyrics here. Let me go. I know when a woman reaches her 20s, she feels like she's running out of time. <laughs> the other woman. I know the rules of the game. You hit it once, then you break it off clean. <laughs> I don't remember the, the melody. Oh, God. That's... Oh gosh, I'm oh. not gonna go on. <laughs> but um, this team—it's an epic comedy-winning team. Harold Ramis—he's you know Groundhog Day, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Coneheads—you know—they revisited their SNL stuff a little with this. Like they played off each other, right. and um, yeah, there's like a lot of criticism about this film, saying that it's about nothing. <laughs> Which film? This film, Ghostbusters. This film, yeah. <laughs> They say there's no arcs. The characters are pretty much the same in as they went in when the, the movie started. There's no development. They're just like... Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. So they're questioning why does it work so well? And um, yeah, I think that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answer. Well, they, well um, yeah. maybe maybe it's that you do get to see how their personalities do... how how they apply their personalities to solving the situations as they come along maybe yeah i don't know the dynamic is what yeah like it's not like they have a like it's not like i mean they could have played with the arc of pete um pete vangman where he um becomes less of a douche but i i guess he ends up with <laughs> with sigourney weaver so he doesn't really have to um yeah yeah you're right um and, like, it really could have easily gone all wrong because the, the when you think about it, the climax is a giant marshmallow man. Yeah. <laughs> it's really high out there. Actually, you know what it is? It's that I, I think that the character arc is not an, in them individually. It, it's the character arc of the Ghostbusters. It's an origin story film. Yeah. So, and it's not an origin story of a single person. It's not like a superhero's origin story. It's the origin story of these people and how they become the Ghostbusters and yeah. how they get recognized and save the city. So I'm not sure if I do agree with them having that there was no character arc. I guess it was more, it was a, it was an origin story of a group rather than of an individual character. Yeah. And it was a comedy. I mean, you it's know. It's all about the, the jokes. But also like I found, I had a very similar notes on that actually. It slowly e escalates the sci-fi so it doesn't overwhelm. Like with the ghosts at the start. Yeah, that's true. And um, it's about the structure. Yeah, it's an origin story. So it reminded me a little of Iron Man. You know, fail failures were a part of it. Yeah. It's all about the bumbling earnestness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. I think I think you're right right on there. And it's it's a good thing to talk about too, because as I said, I don't really think about this as a structure. Like I don't think of this as a film to be reviewed, and I find it hard to review it. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably valid criticisms in some way talking about there not being a character arc. But then again, there's also the arc of how this thing occurs. Like, what's the situation? Yeah. Um, but absolutely loved watching this again. Thank you for watching it with me. Oh, well, we didn't... Well, 
watching it separately, but, but talking together. about it together, man. <laughs> just, just you and me chat, chatting away about this, this film. I think it's fantastic. And thanks again to all our loyal and lovely listeners. Yep. Um, and our next film is one of mine. I'm changing it up a bit from all the sci-fi. I'm having The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. 1994. Gosh. Yeah. Wow, man. That's a full-on movie. <laughs> it's a massive favorite, though. <laughs> oh, that should be good. Yeah. That should be good. I'm looking forward to it. I still can't believe that that's a... I never knew that was a Stephen King film. Oh. No. Oh, well, I'll have to get into the research. I seems. do know it is now, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks very much, guys. Um, I won't say stopped because um, we're in the same room. I don't need to ask the question. Yeah, we don't have to anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good night. Gas testers. 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 Gas testers.